Smartcast. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and... 6-1, since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Big Truth Encouragement Podcast brought to you by Big Truth Ministries, a nonprofit whose mission is to share Jesus with everyone through media, events, and experiences. And now your host, Pastor Julie Norwood. Hey family, it's so great to be back with you on this podcast platform. I hope that you have been well, and I do mean that inside and out. From the top of your head to the soles of your feet, I hope that you are well. And that is just kind of segueing into what we're going to talk about this episode, and that is mental health or wellness. You know, it's on the forefront these days, like I remember going to school some days back in the day because I'm, you know, I'm a little seasoned. And I used to think, man, I just need to stay home today. My mind just needs to rest. I just, my emotions are kind of out of whack. And mental health at that point was not even a thing. It had kind of a negative stigma attached to it. And and in my opinion, I think that has kind of gone away to some degree. And now we're really talking about it. Of course, living through a worldwide pandemic you know, that kind of brought it to the forefront as well. So today in studio, I want you to meet a really great lady. She is my sister in Christ, and she's a friend. Her name is Danielle Savard, and she is a mental health champion. You're going to hear more about that. But I was listening to her give a presentation uh, at an event that we were both at a little while ago, and she gave these startling statistics. More than one in five U.S. adults live with a mental illness. Over one in five youth ages 13 through 18, either currently or at some point during their life, have had a seriously debilitating mental illness. That's startling. One more fact, about one in 25 U.S. adults lives with a serious mental illness, such as schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, or major depression. Alarming. First of all, I want you to know that God is able, but then I also want you to open up your heart and your mind and hear what my friend Danielle has to say about mental wellness. Well, Danielle, it's so good to have you in studio with me on this episode of Big Truth Encouragement. Hey, Julie, thank you. Thank you for everyone else also. My name is Danielle Savard. I am a mental health champion for a local Celebrate Recovery recovery program. I've been on my recovery journey since about February of 2018. I struggle with PTSD, major depression, ADHD, and also low self-esteem. So when you admit those things, Danielle, I mean, in our culture, sometimes we're like, don't talk about the negative, you know, build yourself up, talk faith, do all of those things. So when you say these are the things that I've dealt with and I've overcome them, what does that do for you? 
It makes me feel resilient, actually. I feel like I get the support that I need um, now that I've been able to talk openly about my struggles, um, especially with the PTSD, um, which is derived from a major significant event in my life, uh, which actually turned my life around. And God has been so good. And I've been able to work through my recovery journey since February of 2018. And I now serve as a mental health champion, which I'm excited to do and help others through my experiences. I find encouragement from your resilience. So thank you for being open and honest and especially transparent because that's not always easy for us as women. You know, we have a lot of expectations. And so it's just refreshing to know that some of the things maybe that you mentioned, someone else is struggling with too. And I think that's what makes it so important that you're here today. So do you want to talk about your experience that kind of changed everything and catapulted you a different way? I had a major significant trauma in my life, actually an attempted murder that I struggle with. And that has definitely caused many issues in my life and a lot of stigma attached to the mental um, health side of having PTSD. You said attempted murder against you or someone you love? Against myself by my mother. Oh my goodness. How old were you? I was 38. So you were an adult. I was, yes. Oh my goodness. And so as a result of that comes the PTSD, which is post-traumatic stress disorder. And so that is a mental health condition, correct? That is, yes. Yes, it is actually a very debilitating mental health condition that I struggle with. And it also causes a great deal of anxiety and um, other symptoms that go along with it um, that I struggle with on a daily basis is I get triggering events, which I like to talk about triggering events. You can witness the violence of someone or you can experience the death of a lost loved one and you will go through a whole different stages of grief and this anxiety also would come to the surface and it is very debilitating and that's why Julie was talking about the stigma. So we wanna take those stigmas down and talk about mental health and talk about substance use challenges that we have. I think it's important to define what mental health is. Mental health includes our emotional, our feelings, our psychological, and our social well-being. It is how we think, feel, and act, and it helps determine how we handle stress and how we relate to others and make choices. Mental health actually helps us function effectively in daily activities like your work and your job and with your family. And it also helps you experience fulfilling relationships and develop resistance to change and also helps you with adversity so that you can maintain your ongoing wellness and happiness. Wow, this seems like like when you say it, like it's like duh, right? But when we're going through life, adulting, we don't really think about that we need to take care of our mental well-being. And I think that's maybe what could possibly be part of the issue is we don't understand that that's part of who we are and we need to take care of it and pay attention to our mental health. And actually some factors such as stress, we don't think about that would cause a mental illness, stress, depression, anxiety, and all those things negatively affect our mental health and they disrupt our routine. And it's hard to live life every day going on with stress and anxiety and other mental illness challenges. When we deny them and not acknowledge them because we live under this stigma and we're afraid to talk about them, we're afraid to get help for our mental health challenges. And this leads to types of mental illness that 
continue on in your life and you can suffer from anxiety disorder, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, which is normally called ADHD, or bipolar disorder that we hear about, depression, we can suffer from eating disorders, and post-traumatic stress disorder, as talked about earlier, that's what I suffer from, the PTSD. Danielle, tell me, what are some causes of mental illness? Actually, what causes mental illness could be adverse childhood experiences, trauma or history of abuse, child abuse, sexual assault. You can witness violence. You can even suffer from a mental illness which is brought upon by chronic medical conditions such as cancer or diabetes, other biological factors in your environment and chemical imbalances in the brain also cause mental illness along with the use of drugs or alcohol or even having feelings of loneliness or isolation. So I'm going to be honest, like I'm learning so much from you. So thank you for being here and available to share and um, teach us. But as I'm listening to all of this, I'm like, I think honestly, every one of us could identify with something, either what you said or the definitions that you've given. We've all had these experiences. And so I really think that bringing light to where there's darkness can only benefit and can bring healing and recovery. So as I'm listening, can you go over some signs or symptoms of some of these disorders? Yeah, some of the signs that we'd like to talk about, let's see, with mental illness, what should you be looking for in yourself or your loved one? Um, Look for changes in sleeping or eating habits. Sometimes you'll have confused thinking or depression, which is prolonged along with extreme sadness or irritability. Possible signs of mental illness would be suicidal thoughts. A lot of times we'll withdraw socially or we begin to be unable to cope with our problems and our activities in our lives. We start to feel extreme highs and lows and excessive fears, worries, and anxieties. Thanks, Danielle. I I just, again, want to say how grateful I am that you're here. And I'm thinking about someone from my past that I knew and they would have this like same behavior. It was like something that would happen would take them back to a time that wasn't their best season in life. And I kind of in my own way thought, is this like a trigger or something? You know, maybe it's a song that you heard when you were going through a really difficult time and like your mind just automatically goes back to that. So can you, for me, can you talk about triggers? Absolutely. Triggering events that we all experience could be the loss of a loved one, a divorce or a separation or any type of major transitions, which could be moving into a new home or going to a new school or starting a new job. We also have traumatic life experiences, which sometimes cause more problems. Also, you could live through a natural disaster like a flood or an earthquake. You could be a survivor of abuse, uh, rape, war, or even in a car accident. And so definitely with the worldwide pandemic that we went through, Um, there are some lasting ramifications from that. Yes, absolutely, Julie. When the demands placed on a person exceed their resources and their coping abilities, their mental health could be impacted. So I know because I know you, there is rebound. There's comeback from this. And I want to spend a little bit of time talking about how you work through this and how you come back. You used the word resilient earlier, and I like that word. Tell us about how you work through this. If you're feeling like, hey, that's me, because maybe you felt that way at one point, Danielle. How, how did you work through that? I worked through it um, first and foremost with my faith in the Lord. And um, aside from that, I just worked on uh, getting back up and keep on going. I was down on the ground, and I got up and just kept going. 
being resilient is being determined to make it through it, to live for another day and to keep continuing on. And that brings us into self-care. Self-care means taking the time to do the things that help you live well and improve your physical health and your mental health. These are very important. When it comes to your mental health, self-care can help you manage stress, lower the risk of illnesses, and we can also increase our energy. Even small acts of self-care in your daily life can have a big impact. Like we might get our nails done. We might go get a pedicure. We might take the dog for a walk or just go out on a drive. These are all very important to maintain resiliency. So it just means you're taking care of yourself. And that's amazing. Because, you know, sometimes, Danielle, as women, we expect other people to take care of us. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, been there, bought the t-shirt, doesn't work. You have to take care of yourself first. Yes, I've been there, done that, and also wore the (laughs) t-shirt. Yes, you need to get regular exercise. We need to eat healthy. We need to have regular meals. And most importantly, you need to stay hydrated. And we need to get sleep at night. We need to have some relaxing activities, maybe a little meditation in the end of the night. Set some goals and priorities. Practice gratitude. What are you thankful for? Focus on positivity. I have many things to be positive about, and I'm so thankful to be here with you tonight. Amen. I hear you. That is amazing. So the last thing I kind of want to ask you about, which is really important, is at what juncture do you go beyond yourself? And, you know, you've been positive, you've taken care of yourself, and things just aren't really changing and it's affecting you. So at what point do you say, maybe I need to get some extra help? like to share a quote before we move on into when you should seek professional help, but I decided to pursue the support I needed, asking for help, allowing me to finally deal with my unresolved grief. Just like to leave you with that for a moment, um, just so that we know that it's okay that we decided to step out and get the support that we need. And when you should seek professional help, and don't wait for your symptoms to become overwhelming. When you have trouble sleeping, uh, when you've started to notice that you're either gaining or losing weight or struggling to get out of bed in the morning because of your mood. When you have difficulty concentrating, you should seek professional help. When you no longer have interest in the things that you like to do every day, then you need to seek professional help. The illness also causes an inability to perform your usual daily functions and responsibilities. You've given us so much really great information to process. And I know for me, I'm going to have to go back and listen to this again and again. But if if you can identify with any of this from this episode, um, please pray and get some help. You know, it's it means a lot when you do reach out, because I always say you are a VIP, a very important person. There's only one of you. And so take good care of yourself and reach out for help when you need it. That's my story and I'm sticking to it. Thanks, Danielle, so much for your time being on this episode. I just love you. I think you're amazing. And you definitely are a testimony of resilience. And so keep on keeping and keep telling the story because we need to know the truth about mental wellness. It's been my pleasure to be here, Julie. So Danielle, as we're going to close, I want, if you're willing to, I want you to speak to the person that maybe has said, that's me, what would you say to them? Be okay with knowing that you do need help and um, just reach out. Don't be afraid to reach out. Um, And there is definitely a lot of resources out there to help you. But if you're struggling with your life, I urge you to go and get the help you need. And I reached out back in 2018 to get the help that I needed because my life wasn't going anywhere. I had difficulty with my relationships. I struggled to get out of bed. I was just an emotional wreck. And I just 
got the help that I needed and now I'm able to give back. I'm able to celebrate those in recovery. I'm able to have the freedom of having my life back. I'm able to participate in self-care. I'm able to enjoy life. And I hope that for you as well. One thing we didn't talk about tonight is suicide. If you're having any suicidal thoughts or if you know someone who is struggling or in a crisis, help is available. You can call or text 988. That number again is 988 to reach the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. Someone's there waiting for you. Until next time, be sure to share this podcast with someone else, please. And thank you. God bless you and live big truth. Have you ever wondered what actually happens in Congress every day? Stay informed on Capitol Hill's daily happenings with a concise, factual summary of the Senate and House of Representatives activities from the previous session, free from bias, on the Congressional Record Daily Digest podcast. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and discover the process from the heart of U.S. politics. The Congressional Record Daily Digest, an Electricast production. Sarah Talk Solutions. Ladies and gentlemen, you've tuned into a bit of a different type of show. I'm Sarah B and I'm your host. You can find me on my IG which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. I talk about amazing relevant conversations and topics and what functions that goes on in this magical, wonderful, wonderful city of the City of Angels. My IG which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. Electric acid. Electric acid.